to finding calm in the chaos. I am Denise, and this is my podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. Happy Wednesday. It's Denise and bear with me because my voice is cracking. Um, I always get this weird phlegmy thing this sort of year. Um, and you know, it's usually from like stress and, and all the weather changes and it is what it is. I feel good, but I do have crackles. So I apologize. But I wanted to get on and let's say, hey, everybody, we have 24 more days until Christmas. Ah, like I can't even right now. Um, I am. Um, it, it, well, this is a cool week. First off. Sorry, I was just like rambling there for a moment. Um, yeah. So this weekend we're picking up our newest addition to the Sith family. And that is little Buster. So we're picking up Buster. Uh, currently, he is um, part of the liquor litter. Uh, so his name is Whiskey, uh, but we are calling him Buster, and his AKC name will be, uh, what is it, Emperor P- Buster Teen the Sith. So that's all Mr. Sith that came up with that. And I kind of liked it, so we're going with it. Um, how was y'all Thanksgivings? Uh, my Thanksgiving basically inspired me and made me proud of myself, so I'm going to share it with you because... I think that we, when we look, obviously we've talked numerous times, everyone knows that when you're looking on social media, it's a problem because everybody's posting like happy moments and, you know, all of their specifically when you're doing stuff with your family or your child's special moment, you know, I do it too, but, um, we don't really realize that those moments are literally few and far between. It's not that common that everybody's having a hunky glory day. Um, and that's okay, right? Because that's life. We're allowed to have low parts in the life. We just need to understand what our bottoms are teaching us, what behaviors or habits that we have that we could change in order to move ourselves out of those lows and bring us up back up into this glorious high, right? Um, So Thanksgiving, let me explain to you that I enjoy holidays. I enjoy cooking. I enjoy entertaining. I love watching people be happy eating my food. Um, So with that said, I usually am the host for Thanksgiving. I prefer it that way. I am a little food bougie. I will tell you that, um, not a surprise. So I'm not really a fan of going other places for the holidays. And this year with all the stuff going on with the surgeries, little update here with that is that, um, I'm seeing an improvement in what I'm doing. It's going to be a long road. 
Um, I am most likely going to need a full meniscus repair in my good leg, uh, which is formerly known as the good leg. Um, and at one point I actually pulled a muscle in my neck, um, from trying to brace myself with my right arm and, oh man, I pulled it and it pinched a nerve because I have a C5, C6 spinal compression that doesn't give me any trouble. But in this particular, the way I was pulling and bracing myself with my right arm, which is my predominant arm, uh, I, I pulled it and I pinched a nerve in my neck and I, for about a good five days, I couldn't move my neck. It was horrible. Um, I couldn't move my neck and I felt like there was, um, like pain shooting around my neck. I couldn't turn. I had zero range of motion, but I am happy to report that I have been icing and heating and doing stretching. And, um, it looks like I've literally taken care of improving, uh, that by like 95%. So I have a little discomfort when I put my head all the way back, like, like bending it back and, and who just walks around with their head bent back. Um, I don't, so I'm good to go. Um, that said, again, going into um, ha uh, Halloween, going into Thanksgiving, I did, um, I, it was a rough patch and, and Mr. Sith was trying to do everything he can to make this holiday easy on me and I appreciate him for that. And so we ordered a like ready-made meal just heated up from uh, one of the bougie grocery stores. So uh, it was really good. The meal itself was amazing. I totally order it again and just like fluff it. You know what I mean? Like add my own touches to it and then probably add a few more dishes that I prefer to have. Um, but it was really good. It was for the price. It was surprisingly well. And so um, I originally thought I was cooking for um, just us and my parents and my sister and her children. But uh, Mr. Sitz, uh, my mother-in-law, she, uh, I guess called and he never told me that she was coming cause she normally does not spend Thanksgiving with us. So I was like, Oh, well, there's an extra person. And, and then, okay. So I went and bought like a little tiny boneless ham, a little spiral ham. And I thought I could just put it in the crock pot and it'll be like, no fuss, no loss. Right. And so now I know I have enough things. I've got two cheesecakes from the farm behind us because they make amazing desserts and pies, but their cheesecakes are amazing. And I got a pumpkin and a cinnamon roll with fresh whipped cream, like stop it. So now I have all my homemade stuff, but I didn't have to do it. I can't even tell you how much pressure this took off me during the holidays. It was amazeballs. But uh, day before, uh, we call her Babka. So Babka confirmed, that's Mr. Sitz's mother. And then my, my oldest niece pulled out because she's going to spend it with her boyfriend's meal. And you know what? When you're like 18, you know, that's what you do. So I was like, no harm, no foul. Like she doesn't really eat that much anyway. Um, then the morning of, uh, my sister pulled out, but her kids, two of her kids were coming, uh, because she didn't feel well. So I'm like, appreciate that. Right. I don't want to be sick. And then. Uh, and then Babka pulled out that morning. So now I'm like, crap, now I'm going to have leftover food again. I, okay, now don't get me wrong. I love Thanksgiving. I don't like eating leftovers for the next four days. I don't like it at all. Some people love it. It's awesome sauce. Some people make extra, not me. I don't want it. So I'm like, you know what? I'm sending a ton of food home with my, my sister's kids. 
and she could like knock her socks off because I know she loves turkey. So I'm like, cool. So I did get rid of a lot of stuff, but let me explain to you uh, what the whole post of this podcast is. Uh, we're kind of get I'm a little casual today, but you know, I wanted to, I, I, I call this episode holding ground because it's really important to know that even though you have things that go on in your life, it's really important to hold boundaries. It's super important. And there will be people who will test you, most likely your closest friends and family. And holidays are a big time that those testing of boundaries are most likely to happen, right? So that happened to me. So everybody's here. Um, so I have a rule because I'm, I'm, I mean, my family knows, so I don't care that they know I'm talking about this because they know there's nothing I'm saying that isn't a known fact. And they absolutely are aware that they're savages. It is what it is, right? So a habit my family has of is that they always bitching about tradition and how family needs to get together, but they have zero idea or clue on what tradition means and that, to me, stems back on manners and respect. So my family lacks a lot of manners and respect, right? They're very, um, a lot of them, I was as well at once, uh, very entitled, um, wondering why, you know, you know, why was I so messed up for so long? Because I come from a family of people who really believe that they are entitled to shit that they don't work for. And that's not okay, Right. You know, the life doesn't, you know, life doesn't do things to you. You do things to you. And if it's happening repeatedly, then you need to break that habit of why you repeatedly suck, right? I try my best every day is, is a work in progress. So my biggest rule a couple years ago, there was a situation. I'm just going to go through it really quick. So you get like the, I'm going to lead you up and lay down the groundwork for what happened that led up to me having to really hold ground this Thanksgiving. And I had made a turkey. I did all this stuff and it was, I made myself, right? So this is a year that I'm cooking my, my brains out, right? Weeks of preparation. And those of you who cook, you know, if you go to somebody's house and you're invited and you're not, you're not the person bringing anything, you're just like the guest and you brought a bottle of wine, please love on your hostess or host because they are working their brains out to make that food delicious for you. And it does not take 24 hours, okay? Literally weeks of preparation. So <clears throat> for all holidays, please. So love on your hosts. And so I did that. I make a killer turkey, not gonna lie. So I'm not a fan of turkey. I don't like white meat, but you know, whatever. I'll take a thigh. And so I know that other people like it in my family. We're all eating. I'm putting stuff out on the table. I turn around. I'm still bringing like the last stuff. Mr. Sit's trying to help me. Everyone is sitting at my table, my whole family. And outside of my mother, who's standing there staring like she's been a deer caught in headlights. Everyone has served themselves and they're eating. Like, I wish I was even joking. Because inside of me, I turned around and I was like, Oh my God. Like I couldn't even like, are you kidding me? And they really saw nothing wrong with it. My mom's just staring like savages. Are right, is this really happening right now? But you know, my mom's my mom and I'm me, right? So I told everybody, 
Are you kidding me right now? Like there were no legs left, which Mr. Sith likes. And I'm thinking, well, he paid for this and I cooked it and we're in our house. Why was he not given the choice to be the first person to take off the, I don't know. It's like I said, it's a manners and a respect thing. Needless to say, I lost my poop and I told everybody, this is not happening anymore. When you come to my house, you're going to learn manners and respect. No one here is entitled to have a free meal to come here and just be like, whatever. We're not asking you for money. We're not asking you for whatever. We want to have a beautiful holiday. We want you to enjoy the food. But like, for God's sake, the fact that you have to tell grown adults that you don't eat until everyone is sat at the table for Thanksgiving out of all holidays, right? Thanksgiving. I like to talk about what I'm grateful for. By the time I sat at the table, y'all were done. Then I had to look at a bunch of empty plates because everybody got up. That's not okay. I don't care what you're from, what you're used to. See, because here's me. That was normal behavior in my household, but it is not okay in mine. Right? You get to make those choices when you're an adult. And if you're eating in my house, that's what you're doing. We're not going to be savages. Okay, we're going to put our bougie hats on and we're going to eat like real people. So there's the background. I laid you the foundation. Before I come back with the story story, I'm going to cut for a break from our sponsor at Pet Matrix. Hey, friends, I've got a question for you. How much do you love your dog? This was an easy question for me, lots. As I started to look at the ways I could increase her quality of life, I realized there were just too many options. How was I gonna choose? That's why I partner with my friends over at Pet Matrix. Taking a scientific approach, they combine organic natural compounds with highly effective peptides to aid in my dog's health journey. All you need to really know is that the results are nothing short of amazing. All I had to do was sprinkle the dry formula onto her food once a day, and I've got my Sheba back. Our princess Sheka has been using these products for more than six months now, and Pet Matrix has given our 14-year-old Sheba Inu the energy back in her stride. She's out in the yard taking steps in a single bound and chasing down the bunnies. I also shared Pet Matrix with my mom to help with her 15-year-old Chihuahua, Molly. And like a lot of dogs, Molly is tightly wound like a rubber band when it comes to fireworks. Adding a little of the Pet Matrix Calm to her water every morning gave Molly her first 4th of July without the shakes and crying. And that's what we want for our dogs. Pet Matrix helped me understand that building around the three pillars of health, immune and gut support, cognitive function, and mobility and inflammation, we can not only increase their quality of life, but also increase their quantity of life. Sheikah and I are all in. You can check out Pet Matrix at www.mypetmatrix.com and tell them Denise sent you because we love family-owned businesses. You will receive a 15% discount using promo code Denise15 at checkout so you can help your furry babies be all they can be. Again, that's www.mypetmatrix.com and receive a 15% discount with promo code DENISE15 at checkout. D-E-N-I-S-E-15.
Hey, 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 we're back. Denise Sith here, Finding Calm in the Chaos. We're talking about holding ground today, and this is it if you got past the first half of the episode, where I'm just kind of laying the foundation on what happened over my Thanksgiving that I had to hold some ground. And so um, I will tell you that um, I was very proud of myself uh, last Thursday, like super proud of myself. And so um, this is what happened. So once again, I'm heating up all of the dishes that we got with a prepared meal. And it was really nice too. It was like all timed out. Like they give you a sheet of paper and it was like, at this time, put the turkey in. At this time, like cover the whatever. At this time, you know, heat up your dip and enjoy. And it, I mean, it came with dips and everything. So I was like, okay, cool, right? So I'm in the part where I'm taking the rolls out. All I have is uh, croissants in in the oven and so i put them in a little container and put the you know little towel thing over it bring it to the table and i i prepared everybody hey um you know wrap up your stuff you know some people are playing video games some people are on their phones you know some people may need to wash their hands like let's go right so i give like give the five ten minute warning so I turn around and I'm bringing the last dish, right? And so as I'm walking to the table, there's one person sitting at the table, which is fine, okay? Because I they're still in their time frame of getting to the table. And everybody was gathering themselves and ready to come, right? They know that I'm going to serve the food and then we're all going to sit down and we're going to talk about being grateful and then we're going to move on to a meal that is balls, right? And there's my dad sitting at the table with his choices of turkey and ham. And I'm like, literally, like we locked eyes. And I'm like, really? Really, old man? Really? And so I said, uh, hey, dad, again, we're not doing this, right? We don't serve ourselves until everyone sits at the table, especially the hosts. We've done this before. Now, if you haven't listened and this is your first episode, please know that I am the adult child of an alcoholic. He does not drink at all. And on the occasions he has offered it to him when it's available, it's not offered in my house. Therefore, he is not drunk in my house. And it is far and few in between because he is also diabetic. But the situation is, is that when he drinks, he gets very sick now in his older age, which is probably why he doesn't do it anymore. But he was a complete jerk off when I grew up. He's also a narcissist, right? So if you know anything about narcissists, he sees no reason why he can't sit at the table, despite what I want in my house. And normally... This, the encounter would be me freaking out, like, I can't believe you're doing this to me again. Those would be my exact words, because I'm little Denise when that happens. I revert to the relationship we had when I was a child, and I did everything to want to please him, and I never pleased him, and I'm never gonna, but I know that now as an adult, but you feel like that 16-year-old self that you just can't win. What's he going to do now? Is he mad? Is he mad at me? Is he mad at everybody else? It just like never stops and it ruins your whole day, 
right? Your whole moment. And I'll be honest with you. I didn't think twice about that. I didn't feel that way at all. And I was like, yeah, Denise, that's called power. That's called personal empowerment. Because you know this has nothing to do with you and everything to do with him. And so I looked at him and I said, okay, so the rule again is that we don't serve ourselves in my house until everyone sits at the table, especially the hosts. Now my mom, she's like, eh, here we go. Like, you know, because her issue with him is her issue with him. It's not mine, right? You want to be married to somebody for 54 years and, you know, this is still how he behaves in public. That's on you, man. That's not me, he ain't my husband, right? And so that's none of my business, right? It's not my business to understand other people's relationships, including my parents. And so I literally was so clear in this. And he goes, well, do you want me to put it back on the platter? No, actually, I don't. You could keep that, but you're not going to eat until everybody sits at this table. And I said it nicely and gently, but firmly. And he got up and he went out to the garage. Now, my dad's a smoker and always has been. So he's, I, I, we just all assumed he got up and to have a cigarette. Okay, cool. We'll let you know when we're sitting down. When you come back in, everybody should be ready. So we all sit down and, and you know, we commence to eating. And it's about five minutes into the meal. And there's my dad's plate with some turkey and ham because I hadn't served the sides yet um, at the time he started serving himself. And so um, it's just sitting there. He hasn't come back in. And I could tell just by habit, you know, habitual reaction that my mom already knows this is, that's it for them, right? He's going to ruin the whole holiday. And he literally, uh, I'm going to report to say that my 82-year-old father sat in their car in my driveway for the duration of the meal. Do I feel bad? Nope. Do I feel sorry for him? Nope. Do I feel sorry for my mom? Nope. I'll tell you what I felt, though. I felt an amazing sense of calm. I felt an amazing sense of being proud of myself that I was able to enjoy a meal in peace and quiet in my brain and in my heart. Because those of you know, if you come from any kind of abusive background, whether it be physical, mental, verbal, uh, it doesn't matter, right? You get that feeling in your chest, that heavy feeling when that stuff goes down. You know, if you know, you know right? You know, it's like the impending doom feeling in your chest. And I didn't feel that at all. And I was like, yes, happy Thanksgiving it is, Denise. You finally, finally beat this. You finally feel so confident in your growth and your boundaries and understanding Working out all that inner child nonsense from when you're younger, I finally was able to enjoy a moment, hold a boundary, keep my ground, 
and not feel like I did something wrong because I didn't. And 99% of the time people do not, but it's that relationship of being basically in ground in your mind, right? I don't even know if that's the right word to be honest. I think it just made it up. Um, it's literally just hammered into your head from whatever it be, these narcissists, right? That the problem is you. And when something's repeated over and over like a bad habit, okay, when somebody tells you basically that you're useless, you feel useless, right? That's why it's so important to understand how we talk to our children. And I work on that so hard with Peter because I hear me saying stuff sometimes that is stuff that was told to me. And it could be something as harmless as, oh, it's going to be fine. Don't cry. You'll be okay. That, that, let him cry. Let him cry. It's little, little things like that we think are nothing, but can be something when it is, there's a compound effect. So yeah, dudes, my dad sat in the car for an entire freaking Thanksgiving meal. And I felt bad, sort of a little bit for my nieces because they got driven here. Right. So, oh man, I packed my sister up big old, like literally she went home with like two shopping bags full of stuff. And so, um, I'm like, enjoy your meal. You know, she just moved into a new apartment. She was really, she's got autoimmune too. Um, so she was probably hurting big time. So I gave her like, you know, a ton of stuff and whatever. And of course, you know, the funny part of the story is like, there is, there is some grounds to this, right? So I held ground on that because you need to do this even when it's the people closest to you. Now they left the house. He never came back in even to say sorry and he will not, okay? Um, my mother called me the next day uh, to tell me that she apologized for his, uh, you know, what he pulled basically is what she said. And I was like, yeah, okay, that's cool. But that's not on you, right? That's on him. And know that for Christmas Eve, you know, and this is part, this is the hard part of it's hard, right? Because this is a situation where we have a great relationship with my mother, but then you got a narcissist father and it's like, well, you're welcome to my house, but he's not. This is where it gets hard, right? Because he's going to be like, well, if you, I'm not going, you're not going. And then she misses out on family events. Now, does she have to? No. But again, their relationship is none of my business. But tell you, everybody, I, I, I looked online and I was looking at everybody with their family pictures and all that. I don't have a picture from that day. I'll be honest with you. I would have loved to have a picture <laughs> of my table with his this chair empty because it was fabulous for me. It would, would have literally captured a moment of growth for me that was like amazing. And so um, Mr. Sith was helping me with dishes. You know, we're loading everything in the dishwasher. We're wiping counters. And I usually clean as I go along. So there wasn't a whole lot of pans. Plus we had disposable ones that they had all the sides in. And so it was awesome. We were able to just like, you know, transfer them to, you know, what we were going to put them in the fridge for or pack up. And then boom, we were done. So we didn't have a lot of like all those extra little pans and dishes and casseroles and stuff. Um, but don't forget, we have cheesecake. Now, normally 
I would be like, oh, I got to send everybody home with cheesecake. They're leaving early. I feel so bad. And and this time I was like, well, too bad. If you're not staying here and you're leaving while I'm still doing dishes and Mr. Sith is still cleaning, then um, I guess you go home with no cheesecake. And we're still eating cheesecake today. And I don't care. I don't care. I'm like, sorry, not sorry. And so this triggered my sister, right? So my sister knew I was having cheesecake. She gets home and she's like, oh my God, you packed me so much. Thank you so much. I felt so horrible today. I was sleeping all day. I really appreciate you understanding. And then she's like, I looked around and I'm like, hey, y'all forgot like my cheesecake. Like, where's my cheesecake? Because she knows I always do like a big spread and I would never not do dessert. And she goes, that's when the girls told me what happened. So she called my dad and she's like, okay, really? Really, dude? You're like 82. Now my sister is like louder AF, okay? And she's like, people think I am, but I'm like polished in your face, kind. And my sister is just like ghetto fabulous. I mean that with all sincerity. I don't even know if she listens to this, but Char, you know, I love you. Anyway, so she is truly ghetto fabulous, but she'll say stuff sometimes that like, if you don't, if you don't have thick skin, uh, it could really hurt you. So he, she's like, honestly, you're such a jerk. Nobody even got dessert and Denise doesn't feel good. And you're like, and I'm like, I'm dying. Cause I know she told him every, you know, people tell a story. I get this a lot. People will say, Denise, you tell a story. It's so great. Like, did that stuff actually happen? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, like even the part where you said that? Yeah. It, my sister's the same way. So I know that she might be saying stuff that I'm like, yes. Ooh, you know, exaggerating, you know, elaborating the story to make it good. Nope. That's how we say it. So I'm laughing my butt off because I'm like, yeah, she totally told him off and was like, are you kidding me right now? Are you kidding me right now? Like you could stay home for Christmas Eve because if you think we're going to go and have dinner and like, then you're going to leave early and, and mom's going to have to leave early and not have dessert because my mom loves sweets too. So I was like, sorry, not sorry. This cheesecake is ours. So that's kind of where I was at with that. But, you know, holding ground with your beliefs and your rules and your just what you expect of people in your house, okay, and in your life. It's really important to hold ground on those boundaries. You have to enforce them because if you create a boundary, which I have for a couple of years, right? And he's been, eh, oh, she's like a whole new person. And let me tell you, my family has noticed that I'm a different person. Okay. They've noticed because they don't respond and they don't get a rise out of me. I just, I drop it. I will not be involved in that insanity anymore. Okay. It wasn't healthy for me. I got enough problems. I had a million and one problems that cannot be one of them anymore. Okay. So it's super important to enforce those boundaries. Yes. People have amazing Thanksgivings, but I looked, I honestly, I thought if I had taken a picture of all of us from his vantage point at the table, we would have looked like we were having the perfect supper. And it made me think when I was strolling through, um, scrolling, sorry, not strolling. I wasn't walking through your social media. Um, my eyes were, but as I was scrolling through social media and seeing like everybody's family pictures and I thought, 
you know, I truly in my heart hope these people are having that kind of day. But I want people to understand that not everybody has that kind of day. Everybody always has somebody that does shit, right? Somebody always has a situation that might be not okay. There are people who've lost people during the holidays and it's not good for them. And they're smiling, but they're dying inside. They're hurting. And so, you know, this is why to me it's important to, it was important for me to talk about this today because I didn't post on Thanksgiving, but, um, you know, except for a happy Thanksgiving post, but it didn't include a picture of like, you know, me, Mr. Sith and Peter. It didn't include, you know, a picture of all of us like standing at the hearth. I don't have one, but I'm saying like, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? But know that if you did take that picture and it wasn't the perfect day, it's okay because that's normal as well. It's not normal, the behavior behind the day or the instance, but not everyone has a picture perfect holiday. And I wanted people to know because I have this platform that, you know, as much as I talk about being positive and wanting to spread kindness, that I still am affected by these things within my own family. And it's how you react to them that is what makes the difference. So I didn't react. I didn't freak out. I didn't whatever. I enjoyed my meal. I held a firm ground with the problem at hand. I enforced it later to let them know that it wasn't happening on Christmas Eve when we celebrate with my family. And that is it. There will be nothing said. And everyone's like, well, what if he apologizes? Number one, if he apologizes, I may or may not drop dead. Hell will probably freeze over and there will be pigs flying in the air. I am used to this. There will not be an apology. But just because I'm used to the fact that doesn't mean there's an apology, doesn't mean that I'm going to let it go and accept the behavior. And so now he will know that I have held my ground after seeing the change for two years, he tried to push a boundary and I enforced it. And I will continue to enforce it until he understands that when he's in my house, my rules apply, not his rules. If he never comes again, it's going to be okay. If he shows up at Christmas and he behaves himself, it's going to be okay. You know what I'm saying? But it's super important. So double rule today. Not everybody has... A picture-perfect holiday, most people don't, let's be honest, right? And really, be proud of yourself when you do hold boundaries. Don't beat yourself up. Don't worry about what they're thinking or what you did wrong because you did nothing wrong. You did nothing wrong, but respect yourself and your sanity. That's all I got for today. I will see you again after next week when we have Buster. Little Buster Buster, our new little puppy, and everyone have an amazing week and lead with kindness. Thank you, friends, for spending this time with me today. If you found some calm listening in, Please take a moment to subscribe to Finding Calm in the Chaos. 
And just so you don't miss out on future episodes, make sure you're receiving notifications. Thanks again. Until next time, lead with kindness. Kindness.